Hey, Ryan. Mm-hmm. What do you get when you cross home furnishings with Jewish folklore? Probably something very bad. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. But I'm willing to guess we're just about to find out. Let's start this podcast. <laughs> uh, music. Let's go. Let's start a podcast. Let's start this podcast. Let's start. Let's do a podcast. This is the theme song for Let's Do a Podcast. Wow. Thank you. Theme song for our podcast. Thank you so much, Anthony, for that. Oh my god, that amazing intro. I'm going to save that clip it and that's yeah, going to be some guitar riffs behind that and just like Oh no no. I'm saving that right there and that's going to be our intro for every single episode. Oh man, it only took me one beer to get to that point. Oh man. That is that was so good. I actually have tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard. So we are watching the movie that we found on Amazon Amazon prime called killer sofa you know there's such a there's such a deep well of these movies at on amazon prime it's it's no wonder we go to this well repeatedly <laughs> yes <laughs> there's so and, many of these good ones and i just i want to before obviously we talk about beer first i just want to say right off the bat um it's a recliner not a sofa so you no know, i just <laughs> So I have something when we when we start talking about uh, talking about the movie, I, I read an article that was very interesting on that where they interviewed uh, the uh, director of the movie about that. So oh, wow. there's a very interesting story with that. All or, right. I was interesting is maybe overstating it, but there's a yeah. story about there's that. A, there's something to talk about. <laughs> so, of course, before we talk too much about this ridiculous movie, we talk about our beer. So today's beer is from our friends over at Lakewood Brewery. It's called the Hypnotic Blueberry Blonde. Uh, you got to say it correctly. Hypnotic Blueberry Blonde. Oh, I didn't even notice that, honestly. Yeah, there's an extra E there. Yeah. Uh, it's a blonde ale with lactose, blueberries, blueberry cake donuts. Um, Anthony, what, what's your thought on this beer? Well... Let's see here. Let me uh, take a. a little smells smells like a good uh, smells like a blonde. Oh yeah, it's a good smell. It's a you definitely get the blueberry smell. So uh, yeah, so I've never been to hypnotic. So this is uh, is this a collab with Hypnotic uh, Donuts? Yes, but they're out of they're out of Dallas. Yeah, sorry guys, my allergies are so bad. We just had a storm blow in. I'm trying really <laughs> hard to stay away from the mic, but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a collab between Hypnotic and Lakewood. Um, so this this makes me want to go to Hypnotic, but this uh, so this tastes like uh, if you ever had like the and maybe this is maybe this is a mean thing to say, but this like if you ever had like the the Jiffy blueberry muffins, right? This tastes like the blueberries from those. Which hey, those are, that's a good flavor to me. That's yeah, like, no, uh, I, I agree. For me. Um, well, so I think it was just the day that they released this beer. If you bought the beer, they'd give you a blueberry donut from Hypnotic. Mm-hmm. But we, of course, we didn't get to go with the day that opened. So we, uh, we went to Hypnotic in the morning, got a blueberry fritter, went over and got this beer and drank and ate them together. It was amazing. And even yeah. drinking this alone, it's a fantastic blonde. It's so blueberry y that it's, 
It's so good. I, I actually really like this blonde. Which the funny thing is, uh, usually with a blonde, you usually expect that lighter, like uh, that lighter uh, yellow color in the blonde. And this is like this look. If you just look at this, it looks more like an amber. Yeah. Just in the color. Which really, I do recommend that you you look it up. The the I love. Of course, we'll post the picture of the can. It's a great can. I love the can. Um, yeah. And the just the color of the beer is really really good which of course they don't have the apv or anything like that on the can but that's okay i think it's probably yeah it's not even available on the uh, it's not even on the uh, entry on untapped yeah so (laughs) so we don't know how drunk we might get from this blonde but probably yeah not much is this is since it's a blonde not very probably is a good guess yeah so but it's a good it's good flavor again uh i know I'm pretty sure we've talked about Lakewood before. Maybe not. Oh, I think we have. I can't remember the last beer we discussed with them, though. It's been a minute. So, again, they're over... Uh, I think they're technically in Garland? No. They are in Garland. Okay. Yes, that's what they have listed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're over in Garland. Again, the local. Most people know them for their uh, Temptress. Mm-hmm. And uh, the many variations thereof. Yeah, which is super delicious. Um, again, but besides that, they have a bunch of other good beers right now in my fridge, which I hope I gave you one was a droid droid rage. I, yeah, I've had that one before too. Okay. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great red ale. Yeah. Yeah. It's a red ale. Yeah. So good. So delicious. I really like that one. Yeah. They had, they had a representative from uh, Lakewood come out to my local total wine and I was just kind of walking around kind of looking for, typically I go to the specialty shelves and I look for like maybe whatever the most recent thing that uh, Tups has put out uh, because they hide them over in one section of the store and the uh, rep from Lakewood came over to me. I was like, Hey, try it. It's like, Hey, you look like you're uh, someone who has good taste in beer. It's like, AKA they know how to sell. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, right. He's like, I know Lakewood. He's like, they're like, hey, try this, and they 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 uh, showed me the, the 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 Droid Rage, and I tried that out. That was pretty good as well. It's like, I I like I like most of their beers. So yeah, yeah, I love I love Lakewood. There's there's only a few things that I haven't necessarily cared for from them, but overall their stuff's pretty good. Um, yeah, it was like a. I think the only thing I didn't like from them was they when they did that cucumber uh, beer. Which, uh, the pickle beer, I don't know what's the deal with that. Everybody likes to make pickle beer. Um, okay, so the only thing I didn't like from them was that 3CPO. Oh, the C3PL. Yeah, that's what it was. So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't that like was, that. Uh, that was, you know, they do like to make their Star Wars-ish themed beers. That one, we, I think we went to the release party for that. We did. And that was, uh, that's, I think that's the one I drank the, la- the least of. But yeah. hey, they can't, they can't all be winners. It's true. Yeah. Um... All right, I guess it's time to talk about the movie. So, uh, can we get more beer? <laughs> <laughs> we can. All right, movie um, time, I guess. So we're switching things up. I'm gonna do the rundown today. Um, we're it's it's going to be. We decided to switch things up. Obviously, Anthony did the intro. Uh, I'm gonna do the rundown. So because it's me, it's gonna be so short and vague. It's gonna be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> we're gonna. No, leave you with so many questions you're gonna have to watch this movie yourself which i highly encourage yeah i i actually thought about that i was like okay we need to make our rundowns so there are lots of mysteries left so people will go watch this movie because yeah. sometimes we give way too much detail to the point people are like i don't need to go see the movie so 
At yeah, least that's the like, feedback I've heard. Because these this this type of this type of movie industry, we need to feed this so we can have more movies to review. So first off, I'll read the description on Amazon Prime, which is so short, it's insane. Uh, so the description is when a killer lazy boy chair, which okay, the name of the movie is called Killer Sofa. Right now, you're calling it a lazy boy chair. A little confused. Uh, so when a lazy boy chair falls in love with a girl, it in. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Is uh is uh is Bernie <laughs> moving uh moving some furniture it out there? Sounds like it. <laughs> Again, let's start from the beginning because I lost my train of thought. When a killer lazy boy chair falls in love with a girl, it's up to a dis disgraced Jewish rabbi and a couple of broke hardened detectives to figure out how to stop the bloody carnage that will follow you know if the thing i found interesting about all these every description i read for this movie was different yeah a lot of the times like you read the descriptions the descriptions are usually more or less the same every description i've read for this movie was like completely different they touched on different elements of this movie they were all accurate but they were all different like very different yeah, I, I looked up a lot of different, like, rundowns on the movies and all that kind of stuff. Just something that I could reference. But uh, there's so many different point of views on this one. It's actually pretty insane. So, really, yeah, I if you decide to watch the movie, afterwards go read what other people are saying about it because it's all over the place. Sorry, I know yeah. you can hear my dog, but, you know, that's the joys of doing the podcast via Skype coronavirus edition. Um, so, pretty much, my rundown, it's, again, I have zero notes, it's this shit I've been reading, and from me watching, is, there is a sofa that gets moved into the girl's house, which her name is Francisca? Am I saying that right? Francesca. Francesca. Yeah. Which, come on, people... Okay. Anyways, the names get very confusing whenever they're talking, eventually. Um, so, there's this sofa get moved into our house. Um, and this... Whenever they were moving the sofa to her house, this... The, the guy delivering it was just like, hey, I'm looking for her ad this address. Can you find it? This guy touches the sofa, um which we find out is a rabbi. That's why whenever he touches the sofa, he has like this vision flashback thing that was very mm. awkward and weird. Um, he passes out. Like, that's how intense this is. So, anyways, he gets up. He's like, ah, it's probably nothing. Here's the address. Okay. Uh, which I, I really wish I could show you guys the picture of the sofa, too. So, I really, I, I recommend... <laughs> it's you know, it's uh, for for a sofa. It's got quite good facial features. Yeah, it you can see the face. Like they legit put like black eyes on this thing. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, which uh, I read I read the thing on that and like the sofa, the the eyes that you see on it, they were like covers from a salt and pepper shaker. That totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, they deliver it to the house. A lot of really stupid details that don't add anything to this movie happen. Um, then Francis Fr Francisca? 
Francesca. Fran- I know. I thank God. Say it with an Italian accent. Francesca. Yeah. Thank God that I'm the one doing the description with names that, for some reason, I'm having trouble saying. Uh, <laughs> her and her boyfriend uh, live together. Uh, yeah, TJ. Yeah. Yep, TJ. And um, pretty much the sofa gets jealous, kills TJ, because TJ is claiming stuff. He like he claimed that he did all these things for her whenever it was actually the sofa, which... <laughs> See what the thing I like about the whole the whole characterization of TJ. Number one, it takes the uh, takes the takes the lazy boy two attempts to kill TJ. Yeah, and there's there's uh, and the other thing I I find interesting about this is this whole insinuation throughout the movie that TJ is gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so well, insinuation. They literally they literally say TJ is gay throughout the movie. Yeah, that's, that's actually very true. I, I actually which, which didn't grasp that. A little bit with the plot with uh, Francesca, because Francesca has this thing about where she gets uh, men obsessed with her, and TJ is, like, completely immune to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So the sofa kills him. Then, um. well, no, 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 it doesn't kill him. Takes off his legs first. Yeah. And then, for some reason, TJ decides to go move into his mom's house, which, that didn't really make any sense. Well, hey, if you had a sofa try to kill you, wouldn't you move into your mom's house, too? No. I would not move into my mother's house. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would have probably tried to get a little bit further away, but if my mom, <laughs> mom only lived three doors down, I guess that's where I would go. So, TJ moves to his mom's house, and then that night, the sofa... <laughs> Sneaks into his room through the window and kills him yeah. uh, with a with spring. A, with like a stabs him in the leg with a spring. What, yeah, that was like whoa. And that somehow killed him. But uh, moving on, the the uh, uh, French Francesca's uh, friend thinks something uh, is going. Maxi, Maxi, yeah. that's right. Is feels like something suspicious is happening. Nobody can really tell what's going on. The police are talking to Francesca about what happened with her boyfriend, all this kind of stuff, until the the creepy the creepy guy sneaks into Francesca's house and starts planting cameras. And then while he's planting cameras, which this scene's a little awkward, he goes into Francesca's room and pretty much starts to hump her bra and hat. So weird. That was very weird. And I was very happy that the sofa was like, this is fucking weird. I'm just going to kill you. So he, the sofa, which I say he, but it's a sofa, kills the creeper. Um, and then. How does he kill the creeper? With a iron. Yeah, he, he whacks him over the head with an iron. Yeah, which. Okay. <laughs> It's like it's like not using like I expected him to like use the pieces of the sofa like the spring yeah, or like something. the recliner folding part or something like that. It's like no, he's gonna pick up an iron and whack him over the head with it while yeah. he's under the blankets. Yeah, that was pretty funny because I was like, <laughs> what is he doing with an iron and is he holding the iron somehow? But um, yeah. Anyway, so he kills that and then uh, Francisca's friend Maxi. Is that right? Maxi. Maxi, yeah. sorry. I, I actually, I have the actors right in front of me. I just can't remember which one actually goes to which. Um, mm-hmm. She decided to go 
back to Francesca's house. Okay, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Francesca decides to stay at Maxie's place. Maxie said, I'll go to your house. I'll pick up your pajamas, your whatever stuff that you need. And Francesca goes, can you check on the sofa? I'll make sure the sofa's okay. Bitch, what? Um, <laughs> so, See, that's what I, so I was confused by that section, too, because it made it sound like she cared about the sofa. But mm-hmm. like in that part of the movie, I was like... Well, she I mean she did see the sofa move at this point, so she thinks the sofa's possessed, but they don't oh, know, right. they don't know anything other than the fact that the sofa moved Which, by itself. It just it just moved like an inch. It barely was anything too. So she was just Well like it, it like turned to face her, which was kinda creepy. Oh, that's true. Itself. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So Francesca or no, uh Maxie was like, Okay, I'll go to your house, pick up your stuff. Maxie goes in and she hears a noise coming in front of the bedroom. So she like slightly peeks over and you can see the sofa slash uh, lazy boy moving the dead body of the creeper that he just killed. And the sofa flew, like, flinged him off the edge of the yeah. building. Just, yeah, dumped him off the balcony into, yeah. like, the garbage. And Maxie kind of, like, pulls back so she can't see the sofa. She kind of freaks out. And then she kind of inches over again to look and see, you know, what's the sofa doing now. And this sofa's like staring right at her. Like <laughs> you're like, oh shit. And she like freaks out. Um goes into the bathroom, like locks herself in the bathroom, climbs out of the window, falls into a trash can, and we think she's dead. Yeah, we don't see her for like the almost the almost the yeah. rest of the movie. So we're like, okay, that bitch dead. What's that? I found her to be like maybe well maybe not the most interesting character in the movie. She was like the second most interesting character in the movie. Yeah, the most interesting is the sofa. Um, <laughs> then pretty much the next I feel like noteworthy parts really are. There's a kind of a lot of in between stuff that happens that I really don't think is necessary to talk about. So I'm just gonna skip to almost the end. Uh, so one of the investigators is called Investigator Gravy. He mm-hmm. is slowly getting obsessed with Francis- Francisca um, because of that whole she has something about her that draws men to her. Um, he starts getting obsessed. Like he's, you, They show him working out, and in front of him is just a picture of her, which was really he's, creepy. He's made her... He's made her a background on his computer. I thought that was odd. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, Where did he get this picture? Well, it's like it's, it's the same picture that in the very, very beginning of the movie with Frederico was like deciding to like have his limbs thawed off. Yeah. He had that picture all over in his apartment. How did he get a picture? Well, I, I guess I can figure out where he got that picture. He got it from the freaking crime scene. But... Yeah. So just wanted to note that there for later on. So we're actually going to talk about the rabbi. So the rabbi is having like a hard time he's like struggling he doesn't feel good he's like what's going on he finds out the sofa is a what what do they call this demon a uh it's a it's a dibuk it's like a jewish poltergeist yeah so yeah he finds this website that apparently has all the info that he needs to destroy this thing which that website was probably the greatest website it had any kind of information you would ever fucking need to, for anything it not, like, not just it was like yeah. yeah, it was a great narrative tool. Oh, my God. It was perfect. I was like, how did he find this? So pretty much the rabbi calls his, is it his daughter, Maxie? Is that? His, his granddaughter. Granddaughter. His granddaughter. Yeah, so his yeah. granddaughter's Maxie is just like, hey, your friend's in trouble. It's some sort of demon thing. You know, just kind of just explaining this is what's happening. Uh, y'all but, need to come over. 
before we get to that, it's like there was this whole there was this whole sequence where, which I feel like was like increased the realism of this movie, is that he thought that like her friend had a different name, like was her name was Patricia. Uh, or yes. Like that. Yeah. They, like, is her name Patricia? It's like no, she's not Francesca. It's Patricia. Yeah, and, and like then the mom. Ashanti, yeah, she was just like. Yeah. Yeah, she was the Ashanti, the uh, the uh, his girlfriend was like, no, it's Francesca. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Their yeah. whole like jabber back and forth about that, just the fucking that was, name. That was funny as hell. So, um, pretty much the rabbi figures out what they need to do to fix the whole sofa situation. Uh, eventually, I don't remember how he gets a hold of Francesca. She kind of just shows up over there doesn't she well she so she's about to like i think at one point she's about to commit suicide and jump off like <sighs> that's jump off right cliff into the ocean and kill herself when the uh the rabbi uh what's his name uh jack mm-hmm. uh who is the granddad he calls her phone which i don't know how he gets the phone number because uh, he's supposed to meet with he's supposed to meet with maxi but maxi of course is dead maybe i don't know we think out she's in a garbage dead. can yeah uh, and so he calls, he calls Francesca as like, Hey, I need to talk to you about your chair. And basically it's like, he, he lays it out. It's like, Hey, it's, uh, it's, your chair is possessed. Yeah. So she comes over, they kind of figure out that, well, they think that they pretty much need to get the chair inside of this box and then burn the box. Right, they need that, so they need to capture the dibbuk that lives in the chair and put it in a dibbuk box and burn the box. Yeah, and this leads to my favorite sequence in the whole movie. All right, I'll let you tell it then. Go ahead. All right, so so the, uh, they get the box. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to take over here. Uh, That's so fine. they get the box, uh, and uh, Rabbi Jack, he's like, "All right, we're going to go do this," and then he starts having a heart attack because he's been having heart, he's been having health issues yep. ever since he touched the chair. He starts. He, this is like the most Looney Tunes shit I've ever freaking seen in a horror movie. He's like, he starts having a heart. Like, it looks like he starts having a heart attack. He's like reaching for the aspirin. He's like, uh, he's reaching towards the aspirin. On the table is the aspirin and the uh, Dybbuk box. And uh, Francesca is like, what do you need? And he's like, he's like reaching towards the table. And he's like, oh, you want me to go take the Dybbuk box and capture the ghost? Yeah. All right. Off and he's like reaching towards the aspirin still. He's like, he needs the aspirin because he's having a heart attack. Ashanti, his girlfriend, comes in there and he's like, he needs help. And he's like on the couch dying, reaching for the aspirin, and she's calling 911 or whatever the New Zealand equivalent is. Yeah. And we get to the apartment with where Francesca is at, and it gets to she kicks the what she kicks the dibbic box over to the chair. And he's like, she's like, get in there, get in the box. And what does the chair say? No. 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 <laughs> Just like she that. Kicks it, he, and he like, he kicks his little footstool out and she kicks it back to him. He's like, no, no. Into the, it's like this whole back and forth thing. She pours gasoline all over the chair. And herself. And lights. Yeah. And herself. Yeah. She got all over herself too. I was like, this is going to end badly. Yeah. And she lights the match uh, that she finds in the cabinet, in the freaking kitchen cabinet. And then she, and then the freaking chair blows it out from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> like what? And she goes, it happens like what? It must have happened at least four, four or five, five times. times. I was like, what the hell? It was I was, so like, I was funny. like, okay, this movie's gone like off the rails. It was so funny. That that was the it funniest was scene. So that goes back and forth for a while. And then um, 
Officer Gravy all of a sudden shows up and shoots the chair. Right? Yeah. He, okay. Because I'm like, he figured it out. He yeah. Figured it out. So he shoots the chair, and then the chair doesn't move for a minute. Then we, f- the chair throws off its, uh, the the backside. I don't even know what side that's called to it reveal off, like, the covering. On the, yeah, it throws off like the cushion on the front to reveal who. It's Frederico, the guy who had his limbs cut off in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So <laughs> somehow Frederico is inside this chair, uh, stalking and being creepy as fuck, and smelling. And his face was. Yeah, his face was cut off. And, yeah, and, and, apparently as well. Yeah, his face is gone, and it's like moldy, and somehow nobody could smell this shit happening. Um, right? Yeah. So the the back side gets thrown off of the the sofa slash you know, lazy boy. The officer Gravy again shoots it right in the head, and we think it's kind of done. Yeah. So. We, 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 so we think. So yes, we think. so we think. The uh, uh, Francisca freaks out, runs into the bathroom. Something fucking weird happens in the bathroom. I, I don't really understand what happened. So we, so we see this other. So she's like freaking out because she spilled her medicine all over the floor. She's been taking throughout the movie. We never get any details on that medicine. Yeah. Uh, but then we see something poke its head out of the closet, and then we see it feeding on her, like we've seen the chair feeding on other things. So we can only be left to assume that another Dibbuk is feeding on Francesca, which uh, I guess we can assume it's Valerie, this other Dibbuk that we find out there's like two Dibbuks. It's not just uh, this chair. Yeah. It's also Valerie, the other Dibbuk. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah, something happens there. And all of a sudden, Francesca, you know, immediately is a different person. She's cool, yeah. chill, all that kind of stuff. And the officer's like, you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Even though... All that shit with the sofa just happened. She's like, it's cool. And then all of a sudden, here comes Maxie climbing out of the fucking trash can with a huge piece of glass in her fucking head. Yeah, right? (laughs) And she's like, oh, I'm fine. Just like, what the fuck? So she walks out, gives her a hug, all this kind of stuff. Um, Honestly, kind of thought the movie was over until it shows... Officer or Inspector Gravy sitting at Francesca's house. Of course, he's madly in love with her because, you know, he's working out to her photo, all that stuff. And she's different. And where's the fucking sofa that they just, you know, shot somebody and all the drama came out of? It's still in the fucking house. Still freaking there. Yeah, they she mentioned. Yeah, he goes, I'm surprised you kept the sofa. She goes, well, it's still a nice sofa. Or something like that. Or the memories or, or something. I can't remember exactly what she said that was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so anyways, they're having like a dinner together. And then um, Maxie pulls up in her car and sees Officer Gravy kind of in the window. So she's like sitting in her car kind of watching like what's happening. Because all of a sudden, Officer Gravy's partner shows up. Yeah. Officer Grape. Grape, that's right. And yeah. I can't remember what she, she they were talking about something, and all of a sudden Officer Gravy snaps her neck. <laughs> so it goes yeah. fucking crazy, and you're like, I am so confused of what's happening. So I, I guarantee people listening are like, I'm so confused. 
We are too. So Officer Grape had figured it out. However she figured it out, she figured it out. Yeah, it's such a confusing movie. Um, so, and it shows, yeah, Officer Grape's dead in the freaking house. Francisca and Officer Gravy walk out of the house laughing and leaving, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, no, not quite, because then Maxie comes in. And after she finds Officer Grape dead on the floor, she goes to call the emergency service. She calls for the ambulance and the police. And then she looks into the eyes of the chair and sees oh, yes. Francesca falling to her doom in the soul prison. That's I think. right. I forgot about yeah. that part. And then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so, again, if... That description, for one, it's me trying to give you guys kind of the rundown of the movie, so obviously it'll be a little bit confusing. But if it was confusing, it's because it's kind of a confusing, ridiculous movie. So, hey, if you want to figure it out, go watch the movie. Exactly, it's great. That's why, like, it's, I want. It's like, it's a trip. <laughs> that's why I kind of want to try to start leaving stuff a little bit vague in the sense, so it hopefully will entice you guys to go watch it, even if we give it a thumbs down. Yeah. So, uh. I have two reviews, one that's good, one that's bad, that I want to kind of talk about before we move on to our parts. Here, I'll take one. So I got a one-star review while you're, while you're looking at that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's like uh, somebody said, uh, who is giving this guy money to make movies? How do you pitch the idea of a movie titled Killer Sofa? Sounds like a classic. <laughs> I like that one. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that one in there. Uh, eight out of ten, yeah. which, I okay, I, I, never, I didn't see any ten out of ten, so I think this is the best rating I've seen. Eight out of ten says... Only have time to see one killer sofa movie? This is the one. This movie is better than it has any right to be. Great fun. Lots of laughs. So really, if you look up the reviews of this, there are so many... Oh, here... I Actually, I see 10 out of 10s. But there's so many mixed reviews. People that hate it so fucking much. And people that are like, this is so good. So... I just want to throw that out there, so don't necessarily take our word for it, just because we may or may not like it. Doesn't mean I you shouldn't watch it. That in general with all of our movies. These are just our opinions. Like, this whole this whole the whole thing with this movie, it reminds me if you've ever listened to the stand up of Patton Oswalt when he uh, one of his early stand up uh stand up uh albums. Uh one of them he talks about the movie uh made in the nineteen seventies, uh called Deathbed. The right. bed that eats people. Have you have you heard, have you heard about that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, when when we first saw this, I was like, I, immediately, I was like, maybe we'll have to do eventually deathbed, the bed that eats people, which is totally a real movie that was done in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, that'll be on our list. Yeah. Um. So, you know, one one thing, like I just said, you guys watch it. You tell us if you agree, disagree. I've actually had a few people reach out and say like. They disagree with our opinion on X movie. And it was kind of a fun conversation starter. So I was like, that's what I love yeah. about this is just because, I mean, there's been times where we both agree that we liked it or we both disagree. One liked it, one didn't. I was like, that's the fun of this, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. So hey, nobody's nobody's 100 percent right. So, oh, no. I mean, that's it's the same yeah. thing with our beer choices. Just because I like this beer doesn't mean you'll like it. So, right. Um. So, Anthony, what is one thing? you enjoyed about this movie one thing oh does it have to be one thing it does oh, we, we gotta we gotta make sure we cut down time here all right so before i go into my one thing i do want to say the whole story about the whole amazing uh was it the killer sofa 
uh, story uh, was uh, I read a story where they uh, in, in, they, uh, they interviewed Bernie Rao about this movie uh, as it was still getting picked up by distributors, uh, the, the high high octane movies, I think it was, or high right. octane productions. Uh, but when they uh, talked to him, he was uh, basically going into his discussion about how the uh, the term uh, I think the term recliner and lazy boy are trademark terms, mm. and so they couldn't just use those. Uh, so I think they when they originally made this movie, they made it with the term uh, with this with the title the furnishing, which I feel like that would have been a better that's title a for the great movie. title, right? It's like it kind of it kind of is reminiscent of The Shining a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, I I like that. They should have kept that. But uh, so when uh when High Octane picked it up for distribution, they changed it kill to Killer Sofa, and they made what you'll see what you'll see in the uh, in our social media. You'll see the poster, which is like the 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 recliner with like this needle sharp teeth, and the uh and Bernie Rao. He was saying, if I had if I had known that's what they were gonna do, I would have put I would have given it teeth in the movie. Uh, so yeah, so this is like a very much the after. After the movie was made, they changed the total t- title to Killer Sofa, and they gave it this like teeth, uh, this yeah. teeth thing, which that is not present in the movie at all. It's just no. a sofa. I was so that, disappointed. Like, up, walked around it, like pushes people off of ledges. I mean, it, yeah, I was really hoping there'd be teeth eventually, but there's not. So, oh, um, it doesn't actually eat people. No. So, uh, one thing that you enjoyed. So, so the one thing I okay so back to I guess the original question the one thing I did one of the things I one of the things and there were so many things I enjoyed about this movie yes one of the things I did enjoy was the narrator uh, uh, the, the guy who I call a narrator his uh, the actor's name is Grant uh, Karema uh, he played uh, Tonga Magutu I believe is the correct uh, is a pronunci- is one of the pronunciations for that I apologize if I got that totally wrong. <laughs> But uh, what, the way he struck me, he played almost like a Twilight Zone esque Twilight uh, Twilight Zone esque uh, narrator role. Mm-hmm. And what he really reminded me of is if you've seen if you've seen Plan Nine from Outer Space, he really kind of struck me as like almost like an, an amazing Criswell uh, type role uh, that that kind of role where he basically like narrated the, almost the beginning of the whole story and the end of the story. He kind of bookended right. the weirdness of this whole thing where he said it's a dibbic and it's like this is what this is what happens at the end of a dibbic infestation is like it's like this is basically it's gonna end he basically said throughout the entire story this is gonna end badly yeah it's like just stay away from it there's no positive yeah there's no there, there's no getting there's no fighting it there's no getting rid of it uh, and he basically like predicted the entirety of what's gonna happen and it's like he's not involved in the story like he doesn't interject himself in the story except that he's like serves as a source of information yeah because uh, he's just like he's just some dude on uh, YouTube, uh, so that was like one of my favorite things. Is like he's just like serves to narrate uh, to inform the audience. This is what we're dealing with here. Yeah, and he's a source of truth throughout the thing. It's like basically just don't mess with it. That's and actually just stay away from it. That's actually hilarious because I feel like this was twice in a row we picked the exact same thing. Yeah, because that was mine. Really, I I, I just love how. Anytime anybody needed any kind of information, whether it's about that or just even the most random shit, uh-huh. that guy had the answer. Yeah. Like, it was, I thought he, he, that was really, really funny. I really liked that. Um, so I guess there's mine. So to split up, let's throw the MVP in the middle here between the likes, dislikes. Who's the MVP of this movie? Uh, so the, uh, 
the attempted MVP. There's a lot of attempted MVPs. I don't know if there's a true MVP in this movie uh, because everybody tries, but everybody bungles so, it. Like, yeah. So let, let's change it for this one. Of who was your favorite character of this? So because there's not my, an MVP. There really isn't. <laughs> there really isn't. Nobody. Nobody. Everybody fucks up. In yeah. This movie. Everybody sucks. So badly. It's like at the you get to the end movie, the bad guy wins. Yeah. The 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 Dibbic both when you find out there's two Dibbics, both Dibbics win at the end of this movie. Yep. So like, I guess they're like the MVP. Get out and the, and it's like if you watch Get Out and like the freaking people doing surgery on uh and and the the racist surgeons win. Uh, but uh, the uh, uh my favorite character, actually my favorite character in this movie was actually uh, you know it's halfway between Maxie and her grandfather, uh, Rabbi Jack. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna pick somebody else. So, uh, no, so, so I like I liked Francesca. Don't get me wrong, I like the actress, but she's like she's she's kind of an idiot. Yeah, in the movie. It's like I like the actress. Uh, she 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 played it very well, but like it's like the character itself was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, but like Mac, Mac, the closest we got to like an MVP were like Maxie and uh, Maxie and Rabbi Jat. Uh, so yeah, I have to agree. Like. I think my favorite character is Maxie, honestly. She was, honestly, because she she was such a hardcore MVP till she, like, somewhat died. I don't, like. Falls in a garbage can and is, like, gone for, like, two days. Yeah, so I, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna pick her as probably my favorite character. Okay, she's, she's the closest to an MVP we get because she's, like, there, like, she's there, like, solid every day for Francesca. Yeah. Past when like any normal friend would be. Like ever any other normal friend would be like, all right, I'm done with this. Maxie's there for Francesca all the time until she gets knocked out and falls in the garbage can. She like folds in half and gets stuck in there. Yeah. For, like ease and nobody finds her. And then somehow there's a piece of glass in her forehead, even though the way that she's bent doesn't make sense of how she would get something on her forehead. Right? So anyways, uh okay, so what's your one dislike? So, uh, my one dislike for this movie. Oh, man. Uh, so, the naming of the characters, can that be a dislike? Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> so, Inspector Grape, Inspector Gravy, was the guy. So, was uh, was the director, the director was the screenwriter for this movie. Was he hungry when he wrote this? <laughs> yes. Oh, I, like, I know, I know, I, I can identify with, uh, I can identify with the writer's block because when you get writer's block, you're like, uh, you're looking around the room, you're like, man, what do I name this character? That would be like realistic. Uh, grape. I see a grape over there. Grape. Uh, gravy. It's like, is this guy like this guy's like writing in his kitchen? Yeah, I agree. That uh, that was pretty rough. Uh, so probably that, the... yeah, it was, uh, it's like it's like hey. Hey, the guy got a movie done, so I give him all the props in the world. But the, the naming was like, I, I heard Inspector Grape and Inspector Gravy. I was like, was he just like looking around his house? Um. So probably for me, the thing I disliked the most was the the story was super confusing for a while. Oh yeah. Even at the end, I was like, I don't quite understand everything that happened. Or at least for me. Mm-hmm. Because if you weren't legit paying attention to the movie itself, you would be confused. And sadly, that's yeah. what happened to me because I was a little distracted. But 
I mean, most of the time I can be distracted and still know exactly what's going on. Uh, but yeah. with this one, there's so many details that I feel like for the type of movie they put, they try to make it too, uh, too serious of a movie at the same time. Oh, they play it straight the entire time. This is not like uh, Thanks Killing where it's like they're it, the actors are in on the joke. Yeah. So I think that was kind of my issue. Like I was hoping they would play it more of the Thanks Killing kind of funny, crazy movie versus a serious aspect of it. So I, I think yeah. that's kind of what I disliked about that. Yeah, if they, uh, cause there were, so that was, that was one of the things I was, uh, I was thinking about this earlier and it's like, there's, uh, with some horror movies, uh, you can definitely, if you don't play stuff right, it can quickly skew from the, uh, the suspenseful and thrilling to the comedic if you don't play stuff right. But if yeah. that's what you're going for, that's like freaking awesome. But if you do it accidentally, then it's like, it just takes any credibility for any, the, like, like we talked about in the, in our, in our last podcast in our last episode you can just skew from the credible yeah. to the incredulous like very quickly yeah uh which which we did see in the if they're playing if they were just 100 percent, if the intent was 100 percent play it straight we really went into that really looney tunes territory with the whole box fire match situation yeah it, it, where they repeated it so many times you're like just can't help but laughing your ass off at it yeah there's a lot of mixed signals in this movie so i yeah, I think that's kind of where I struggled was I couldn't tell if they were trying to make it a funny or like a serious funny, you know, because either way, it's a funny yeah. movie. But there's the serious right, funny right. and then there's the stupid, ridiculous funny. And it was right. a little bit confusing of which route they wanted to go for it. Because yeah, is again, this a horror movie or is it a cartoon? Yeah, because that match scene, that's not the only part that I think they try to make funny, but that's the only one I actually laughed at. But there were other yeah. scenes which, I was like, which, was this supposed yeah. to be funny? I think it was. Which, yeah, which even in, in any good, uh, which, to be honest, in any good horror movie, there's always going to be some levity in the course of it. Because you can't just deal with, like, a, just a grueling punishment for two hours as well. Oh, so, yeah, it's true. Yeah. The, the first the first great example that really comes to mind for me, if you've seen the movie uh, Drag Me to Hell, there's, like, some hilarious stuff that happens in the course of that. Yeah. Uh, or uh, and your evil, uh, in your movies for, like, Evil Dead, there's, like, hilarious comedy in the midst of all the gruesome like violence and gore that's happening so um so. better than hardcore henry yeah i would still give it better than hardcore henry same same yeah and then cheers or party foul you know for a uh for a again this, we're, we're in micro budget territory this is free not as small budget as uh some of the movies we've seen but uh this is a small budget movie uh the that they they worked with what they had in fact uh i again in the going back to the article that i had read they worked with they used the same recliner the entire time there were some things they wanted to do with the recliner that would that they couldn't do like they couldn't have it shoot out blood because they were worried they would stain the suede right. on the chair uh, they were worried about having the chair jump on somebody from two stories up because they were going to break the chair. So they basically had to make sure they didn't lose that. If they lost that chair, they were not going to get another chair, and it would have just ruined the production. That's actually really, uh, really funny that they they did yeah. all that to make sure that they, they kept the same chair. Yeah, 
It's like they, in fact, they still have the chair, and they're gonna, they're, they've actually put it up for display in the antique store oh that you God. see in the beginning of the movie. That uh, is so people can hilarious. Come. So if you're ever, if you're ever in New Zealand and you stop by that antique store, you can see the chair that from Killer Sofa. So hey, to all our listeners out, listeners out there, if you're ever in New Zealand, send us a you picture. Go check that out. Yeah, send us a picture with that chair. Sit in it. Take it. Take take some pictures with it. Maybe buy a DVD. Uh, yes. Get some money there. Those guys' ways because that hey. They need it. Uh, this movie, <laughs> yeah, this movie, this movie was actually. Uh, I was a fan of this movie. I was a fan. Uh, what was the original question you asked me? <laughs> uh, cheers, party foul. So I'm guessing you're saying cheers. I'm giving it a cheers. Yeah. Hey, I. It wasn't. It. Well, well, I do. Do I give this movie a ten? Did they have? Was it perfect execution? No, but no movie is perfect execution. I was entertained. That's all yeah. I ask for. And hey, is 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 my uh, is my grading scale skewed because I'm trapped in my house? Maybe I don't know, but <laughs> but I, I I actually enjoyed this movie. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's an hour and a half. It's like we talked about this with uh, Thanks Killing. It wasn't too long, and uh, it was it was it, it kept me entertained for an hour and a half. So, you cheers. Know, this is super hard for me, but. Honestly, I would have to say, for me, it's a party foul. There wasn't enough to actually keep me entertained. Um, I mean, it was still good. I still had fun watching it at some points. But overall, there just wasn't enough to keep me interested. Or even care enough for the actual details that I wanted at the end. Like, at the end, I was like... I must have must missed that detail, but I didn't care enough to go find it. You know, I just yeah. I don't know that it. I think the the mixed signals, like I talked about on my dislikes, is what put me off, of just like kind of not caring of what direction they went anymore because they tried to do too much of different areas. Where I was like, okay, I either be funny so I don't really have to pay attention, or make it a serious so I can pay attention. Yeah, and I get that too. There yeah. were a few times, there were a few points throughout the movie that uh, that I had to circle back around and go check out again yeah. to make sure I understood what they were going for. Yeah, so I totally get that. So really, for me in that instance, I, I would say it's a party foul for me. I would not. No, it, it just wasn't worth it for me. Okay. Which I actually picked this movie, so yeah. <laughs> Great. Hey, we 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 can we can be wrong sometimes. It's okay. I know. I know. <laughs> The, the in my opinion the trailer is better than the movie the trailer yeah the trailers really sucked us in i yeah, will, uh, will agree that's a legit tra- trailer so go watch the trailer if yeah. anything go watch that go go check out the definitely if you if you, yeah, if you have amazon if you have uh just pull up amazon prime i'm pretty sure you can access it even if you don't have an amazon prime membership yep. just look up the trailer the trailer in and of itself is a freaking hoot so, so, anyways, there's our movie. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that part. So let's uh, let's move on to what are we enjoying this week. So, Anthony, what are you enjoying? So what I am enjoying uh, in the continuation of things I've just been doing while I've been uh, in quarantine is I've been catching up on a lot of shows. I've been catching up a lot of stuff uh, and. Uh, in our uh, and you you've been mentioning you've mentioned a few times our uh, social time uh, digital digital social time with right. uh, meeting other folks 
one of the uh, one of the things that came up is we uh, in having conversations with some of the folks we've been hanging out with uh, via Zoom, via Skype, uh, whatever. Is uh, what's our favorite shows? And somebody mentioned recently uh, on HBO their favorite show. I think the third season just started of this show is uh, Westworld. Mm. So uh, I watched the first season of Westworld. I'd swore I've only and then, and then I watched the first episode of the second season of Westworld, and then I quickly got distracted by other things. So what I had started was rewatching Westworld. So I, uh, I hadn't started back with the first season because the first season was pretty monumental in and of itself because it's like this Western and then it turns into this sci-fi uh, kind of epic. Uh, so I started with the, I started back with the second season having hopefully remembering everything I watched uh, over a year ago in, this, in the first season. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's really good. Uh, the, the story is great. It's... It gives you pieces, uh, small pieces of information. It kind of reminds me of Lost almost in that it just kind of feeds you little pieces that you need to kind of keep you in the story. Uh, but one of my favorite parts of this show is the music. The music is just amazing. They take kind of like a pop pop music pieces uh, that they kind of play in their in their park, but they kind of make them in these swelling orchestral scores. Uh, uh, one of them, my favorite, one of my favorites from the second season, uh, it, they have it that if you want to listen to these, just the, uh, music, the albums are available on Spotify or, uh, on, um, on, uh, Apple music, uh, is, uh, uh, the orchestra, there's an orchestral, uh, arrangement of heart-shaped box from Nirvana. And just listen to that. That's just freaking amazing. The way they build up from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. Uh, but it's a it, this play. It's just like a good back backdrop for the uh, everything that happens in the in the show Westworld. Uh, so it's a great. It's like a sci-fi western uh, thing with androids and people and guns and violence and all this other stuff. So I highly recommend that show. It's great. I'll have to put that on our list because I know we're both yeah. kind of. Me and Hannah are kind of looking for a new show since I feel like we kind of already watched everything that we wanted to watch. Oh, have it's like you have you seen, have you seen the first season of that show? No, I haven't seen any of it. Oh, dude, check it out! It's yeah. great. I'll put yeah. that on our list. So, for me, I actually I have another show, which I know last week I had a show, but it's because all I'm doing is watching shows or watching shows. So, um. My sh- my show is actually kind of a throwback, which I feel like most people have probably watched by now. But if not, do it. It's the show Dexter. Yeah. Oh man, what a fantastic freaking show! So I mean, I watched it a long time ago. I started going through it again because, which I mean, there's nothing to do at work right now, so I started watching shows. Um. So really, so. Dexter, is, he works at a police, uh, I can't remember where it's at, where, but anyways. He's like, he's the, a Miami, in the Miami Police Department, That's right? That's right. He, like, analyzes yeah. blood splatter and all that kind of stuff, but he's actually like a, a serial, yeah. kill, ser- serial killer. Um, I'm kind of, honestly, I'm just going to leave it at that. I know it doesn't sound too enticing, but, I mean, it is such a good series. It's very bloody, very gory, um, but if you can get past past that part, it's actually a really good show. 
The story's great. The acting is fantastic. I mean, I I really I recommend even if you've seen it, go watch it again because you'll watch it again. You'll be like, man, this really is such a good show. Um, so I guess I'll kind of leave it at that for Dexter, but uh, go watch it. It's it's a nice. If you've seen it or if you haven't seen it, either way, it's nice to watch again because it'll really suck you in. The story is really good, the way that they do it. I do have to ask you, which one was your favorite? Uh, which one was your favorite killer? Was it like Trinity Killer? Was it the Icebox Killer? Oh, my God. Um, I, I, I can't answer that. <laughs> I really can't because, again they do the stories so good where you like everybody that he's going to kill. So pretty much he, so Dexter's trying to kill people that are doing bad things in the world. Um, so he's killing killers. He's killing people that steal. So he kills people that kind of have it coming, honestly. Um, so by Anthony asking that, you know, there's the Trinity killer. So he's a serial killer that does, things a specific way all that kind of stuff uh dexter finds him and tortures him and kills him um so it's actually it i feel like it sounds like a really horrible horrible show whenever i describe it but (laughs) but it's actually really good so i I really i recommend if if you can handle or get over the blood gore it's a fun show it really is i I mean, even my wife can watch some of it, and she can't handle any type of gore at all. Even the the the, the shots of the killer sofa, whenever they would show like blood squirting and stuff, Hannah would be like, yeah. "Ooh, I don't like that. I can't watch that." You know, <laughs> but she can do Dexter after a little bit. So, all right, everybody. So, uh, hang out with us because our next movie is Double Dragon. Yes, that's right. That 1994 classic movie available on Amazon Prime, Double Dragon. So if you want to, feel free to watch the movie, play the game, and uh, listen to us, because Anthony's also going to play the game and talk about both. Right, Anthony? Yep. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm putting that on hey, him now. A, I, I always talk about that Xbox Game Pass. They have some Double, Drag- Double Dragon uh, games available up on there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prep for this movie. I'm going to watch the movie. I'm gonna play some Double Dragon. I'm gonna be ready for this. You know, what? I think maybe I'll I'll get the Game Pass and maybe I'll play it too because it's cheap right yeah. now. So, uh, so yeah, hang out with us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Let's Instapod. Facebook is Let's Do a Podcast. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, Twitter is Let's Tweet a Pod. You can find us. Uh, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. If you can't find yep, us, find there. us on your find us on your favorite podcatcher. And if you don't see us on your favorite podcatcher, let us know and we'll get ourselves on there. Absolutely, um, Anthony. What should they do if they're listening to us right now? Keep listening. Subscribe. Rate us. Give us five stars. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what we're doing right. We'll keep doing that thing or stop doing that thing. And then tell us what movies you want us to do. If you have some, we're we're just kind of blindly picking stuff. If you give us an idea of what you like to hear, we'll start looking more at that stuff. Absolutely. Also with beer, if you have a beer suggestion, let us know. We'll try to get our hands on it. Or if you know where to get us, uh, you know, honestly, if you listen way out of Texas and you want to send us some beer, I'll tell you where you can send me some beer and we'll talk about it, give you lots of praise. How about that? 
Hey, listeners, we are very susceptible to peer pressure. That's right. We will so. do anything <laughs> for anything. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, as usual, I'm Ryan. And I am Anthony. And this is Let's Do a Podcast. We'll check on you guys later. All right. Now we are ending a podcast. Peace. See ya. See ya.